indoor cocktail party. The Bill King Show. Podcast, all the platforms have it. You can locate it there. Dave, what's occupying your time right now? Is it is it still football? I don't think basketball is after the Vandy game. Uh, no, Bill, it's not. It's not 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 basketball. Uh, all too much. Uh, <laughs> the schedule was easing <laughs> up a little bit after a really tough four game stretch, and you know that uh, starting with that Vanderbilt game was a game Florida needed to get. Uh, Needs to get in the win column, uh, and they didn't do so. So now they're kind of they're kind of fighting, Bill, just to uh, you know they were they were after that four game stretch, we're kind of on the outside looking in on on the bubble, but now kind of far away from the bubble. The bu- bubble may have been burst uh, with, with with that Vanderbilt loss there for uh, for the Gators, Bill. But uh, yeah, probably still just a bit of you know I was perusing the uh, the, the Gators Breakdown Plus uh, message board this morning on on Discord and. Still, the conversation just a little bit about um, the new SEC format with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, and that's still kind of carrying some conversation right now. And you know, just how much it changes the uh, Florida schedule, at least especially in '24, because um, I tweeted Bill when it when it first came out, uh, when it was announced. You know, Florida's got FSU, of course, on the added conference schedule in 2024. But they also have Miami and UCF uh, on the 2024 schedule. So if the SEC co- it, it comes in and, and the schedule changes a whole lot, what does that mean for Florida? That a conference schedule, if they go to nine games, does Florida try and keep those three out of conference games? And, you know, if you, if you go play nine SEC games and then play that out of conference schedule, you know, that, that, that'd be, be, that would be pretty tough there in Billy Napier's third year. Um, so I guess, you know, would there be some adjustments to Florida's out of conference schedule? You know, that, that's the uh, initial concern, the initial thought uh, of Texas and Oklahoma. But also, Bill, of course, everybody's trying to figure out who the, if you're going to have some permanent opponents, who, who that would be for Florida. Of course, Georgia is going to be there. Uh, but figuring out the other two may be a little bit uh, difficult because, of course, Tennessee is going to want Alabama, and I'm sure they want Florida as well. So, you know, Florida, Tennessee is probably a little secure probably a little secure at, at the same time. Uh, but I don't know about that third, that third team for Florida. You could throw in one of the new guys there with Texas or Oklahoma. I've heard a lot of Oklahoma, Florida, Oklahoma talk as uh, some permanent uh, opponents there in the new SEC scheduling, but also, you know, Florida, South Carolina uh, in the mix as well. Uh, maybe Florida, Auburn, but I, I, no, I can't see Florida, Auburn because you're not getting rid of Alabama, Auburn every year. I don't think you're getting rid of Georgia, Auburn every year. Are you really going to give Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida every year? Uh, and then on the other side of that, for Florida, uh, like Georgia, Tennessee, Auburn uh, every year, something like that. So they got to figure it out, Bill. Uh, I think the one good thing about it is they should set this up in a way where the SEC opponents uh, are all playing each other a, a good bit more. Um, so I don't know if the permanent opponents – in the end are really that big of a deal because I do think you're going to play opponents a lot more often anyway. Uh, but uh, they, got, they got a lot to figure out there, Bill. 
Gator Dave, where the Gators break down. Jim and Jupiter wants to know, outside of Graham Mertz, what's the quarterback situation like? Jack Miller, you've already talked about that a week ago. You, you don't think he's probably the quarterback, but what's what's the competition look like? Uh, yeah, Bill. Graham Mertz, uh, I think, will be the guy going into spring practice. I expect the guy coming out of spring practice as well, uh, being the number one quarterback. Uh, Jack Miller as well. Uh, and then Max Brown, who's going to split some time between baseball uh, as well this spring, Bill. So uh, he says football is going to come first. Uh, that that will be the uh, the way it is um, approached for, for, for Max Brown. Uh, he's in his sophomore year. It'd be redshirt freshman, basically, because you know, he, he did redshirt last year. So only three quarterbacks for the Gators, Bill, going through spring practice. And, yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, you know, the Billy Napier at his national signing day press conference did mention uh, Florida would be in the market for another quarterback after spring practice. And, you know, we'll see what the names come about there. Uh, not so sure that, that if there's any big names, not sure if it's anybody who can come in and compete maybe in the fall after they've missed spring practice. So, Bill, when spring practice rolls around in about three weeks or so and, and it starts, I expect it just to be the three guys, Graham Mertz, Jack Miller, Mike Brown, and I kind of expect it to be Mertz. Uh, as the guy all throughout spring practice. Jeff, to ask Gator Dave, he said, I was looking at future Super Bowl location projections, and Jacksonville was projected in 2029. He says, since the facility's getting a $1 billion facelift, does that – bode well and does this have any effect on the cocktail party Ooh, that's a good loaded question yeah, there that's kinda, uh, yeah that's deep right yeah, there now yeah um i don't know if there's any hidden agendas bill with this i mean it's been pretty apparent that jacksonville has to do something with the stadium um you know of course they've done some upgrades they've got those nice gigantic scoreboards in the end zone here uh that's pretty pretty much been in in the swimming pools in the end zone of course as well Uh, but pretty much built on that same structure when they redone it uh when the jaguars came in uh to to, to jacksonville there so of course tore down the old gator bowl and 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 redid it so um it needs to be redone Uh, i don't know you know a lot of that stuff happens hey if you do this and you get so much money we'll also try and throw you into the, the the mix for the super bowl I don't know, Bill. Uh, I know a lot of people were not happy with the way Jacksonville approached the Super Bowl back in what it was, 2005, where you know they had to bring in the cruise ships and stuff for extra, you know, hotel rooms and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if the city infrastructure is still there. Uh, Look, if they did it once, they can do it again. Uh, but I'm sure there'd have to be some concessions of where I I don't the the cruise ship thing would would have to. I don't think that could happen again. Um, but as far as the you know Florida Georgia bill and, and I don't I think stadium capacity has always been a big thing bill about the game being in Jacksonville and they've always you know they've taken away seats but they've always been able to add the temporary seats for the game uh, to boost the attendance for that and bill I, I've also been told you know kind of through the grapevine just a bit that's one reason um, they haven't entertained like another move to like Atlanta or something for a neutral site game because. They want the extra seats that Jacksonville can provide. Now, that's that was a, a few years ago I heard that. They, they want the close to 80,000, you know, a little over 80,000, uh, and the, the Mercedes-Benz there in Atlanta can't, can't get that as far as capacity goes. Um, so that, 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 that could have changed. Uh, of course, money, money talks a little bit, but I've heard capacity is a real big 
uh, sticking point uh, in trying to you know keep this game neutral and how they can add the seats here in Jacksonville. Uh, and maybe if they have to take away so many seats because of the stadium reconstruction uh, here in Jacksonville, that may hurt in the in the future as well. Uh, and like the home and home talk ain't going away either, Bill. So um, they got a lot to figure out there too. Uh, I, I, I know for sure Jacksonville is going to keep trying to do everything they can do uh, to keep the game here. Uh, in, in Jacksonville, and I think this stadium reconstruction is going to be another storyline that we kind of have to keep our eye on if it affects the game moving or not. Gator Dave Gators breakdown each and every Tuesday. Are the Gators getting si- excited about baseball, which is about to open? I know that's not your priority, but but it's, it gets started for a lot of teams on Friday. Yeah, Bill, I think uh... – Pretty sure uh, Charleston Southern, I think, for Florida coming up. Um, yeah, February seventeenth there. So I yeah, actually, Friday, I actually yeah. had it pulled up uh, right there. So yeah, very soon for the Gators as well to kick off the uh, uh, kick off the baseball season. All kind of awards coming in, or preseason awards coming in, of course. Uh, there, but you know, Flo- we, 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 we've discussed it, and it's kind of been the same storyline for for Florida. You know, they're, they're going to have the pitching, they're going to have the talent, they're going to be in the top ten, top five. Uh, but lately, you know, haven't been able to put it all together uh, a, a bit, make a deep run since they won the national title uh, a few years ago. So, you know, we'll see. Um, there are a lot of big expectations with this team, uh, honestly. So uh, I do think, Bill, if, um, you know, if Gator fans are probably going to have to hang their hat on one of the major sports this year, it's going to be that baseball team uh, starting this coming up weekend. Has anybody ever captured a picture of Sully smiling? <laughs> um like Bo Pelini. I think there is a fun there is a funny gif of him. I think it, it may have been at a basketball game where he actually was dancing a little bit. I'll have to see if oh, I can no, find that bill no. and um and, and tag you with it on Twitter if I can find it just so the, just so there is some proof. I mean, he's always got that like I want to fight somebody smile uh, scowl on his <laughs> face, you know? Even when things are going well, which he's won natties, he's he's won lots of games, he's considered at the top of his Art form, but dude doesn't seem to be happy a lot. No, but I mean, uh, you'll just sit there watching the game, and Florida would be up nine to four in the in the bottom of the seventh, and they'll go to the dugout and talk to him, and you think Florida's down seven, you know, <laughs> down seven. So it's uh, you, you do get that vibe from him, but he's just that's just how he is. He's all all serious, uh, just you know, straight to the point, you know, but pure baseball guy. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, I'm sure the players love him, and the recruiting <laughs> hasn't really dropped off at all uh, there, Bill. But, yeah, that is that is kind of the vibe that goes around there. Have we talked about Texas and Oklahoma early uh, entry into the SEC? I don't think we have, have we? No, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, you know, for of course, for Florida's schedule. Sure. But, no, um, yeah, for them, um, I've – Bill, it's, 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 it's very interesting with like, how, how – honestly, just how is the schedule going to affect them? I mean, the, the Big the Big 12, I mean, hey, look, they put some good teams on the field, Bill, uh, put some good teams on the field th- this past year as well. Um, but, you know, it's especially if the SEC goes nine conference games, I mean, that's going to make it tougher for everybody, but, you know, just them – uh, coming into the, the the conference now, it's going to be a big adjustment uh, there for them. Now, of course, they have recruited at a top ten level, so talent's not going to be uh, much of an issue there. But uh, is, it, look, Bill, we we know it's a different approach week in and week out there in the SEC, and um, 
it's just I, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested there with you know two good, two coaches still young in their tenures there with with Sark and and um, the award I'm, I've, his name escapes me there Oklahoma's head coach uh, Clemson defensive coordinator but <laughs> um, Venables there we go oh yeah Brent um, Venables yeah yeah it's just you know both those guys being in their young tenures there at, at, at those schools. Um, what what's the adjustment period going to be like, and how how willing are those schools going to be willing to stick with their guy uh, if if the going gets tough? Is it hey you're in a new conference and you know we'll get this thing figured out, or you know the expectations that the schools are going to or are, are, are to win every game no matter what the circumstances are? So, um, but I, it's exciting. Uh, gives two more blue bloods the the the, the ticket prices may be going up in the SEC because you get Texas and Oklahoma in your stadium now. Uh, on, on a more rotational basis, so uh, it, I, overall, Bill, I know a lot of people don't like the move. Uh, as long to me, as long as the SEC figures out a way with these two teams coming in to play uh, to all these teams in the SEC to play each other more, I, I, I'm okay with it. Gator Dave Gators breakdown joins us. Did you think? You would see a day where Alabama is ranked number one in basketball. No, not not really, Bill. And and, and also you can maybe take it to a, a Florida perspective. You know, when you know, Florida was dominating Florida, you know, with, with basketball and football, yeah. it's hard to do both. Uh, and we know Alabama football is not going anywhere, so. You know, a lot of times it's, hey, you're not going to have two programs at the same time being at that level, uh, but they have found a way uh, to, to do it here recently. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, just by itself, not really either, Bill. Uh, you know, Alabama is just not known for that, that that type of pedigree, but neither was Florida when, when Florida was putting it together either. So, um, you know, they've, they've got it figured out. that They've had a lot of dedication there in that athletic department and, and their boosters with all the support going on there. Uh, and but once you taste that success, Bill, you know, there's a lot more support that comes along with it uh, there. So I just uh, no, but by itself, I didn't see it, you know, in tandem with a football program. Also, that's at the at, at the peak there with Georgia. Uh, it, it's just hard to have those two major programs uh, be at the top of their level uh, at, at almost at any time. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Everybody can get Gators Breakdown at newsforjacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. YouTube, your favorite podcast version, uh, podcast platform as well. Uh, we'll kind of continue our uh, 2024 recruiting outlook, Bill, uh, this week. We had DJ Lagway on last week. And then just taking a look at uh, some of the big offensive targets this week and looking at the defense next week. So uh, a lot of recruits coming up. All right, man. See you next week. Thanks, Bill. Gator Dave Gators Breakdown fantastic.